Everything's old about that piano. <laughs> That's an old piano. Ear Snacks Previously on Ear Snacks. The Rocket My name is Mr. Cookie Jar. Hi, this is Francis England. Quentin. Gabe Davis. Archer Buckby. Lucky from Lucky Diaz and the Family Jam Band. <laughs> Tell me about the Hall Piano. The Hall Piano. That's my dad. We call him... Pops. The Hall Piano was shipped to Virginia City, Montana sometime after 1884. Because that's when it was made at Steinway in New York. And it's traveled to Salt Lake City by rail car. And from there, by ox cart from Salt Lake City to Virginia City, Montana. My great-grandmother was anxious to have a Steinway, and it was a small house, so they got an upright grand. So what does that piano look like? It's black, and it's heavy. About how heavy would you guess? 500 pounds. Is that more or less than a car? Much less than a car. What about as much as a refrigerator? More than a refrigerator. Okay, less than a car, more than a refrigerator. That's a good way to put it, yes. So the piano is in our living room now in Santa Monica, California. Before that, where was it? In uh, our living room in Little Rock, Arkansas. Before that, it was in Atlanta, Georgia. And before that, it was in Dallas, Texas. And before that, it was in Chicago. No, you missed one. I did. Yeah. Louisville, Kentucky. What was in Louisville, Kentucky? <laughs> Forgot about Louisville. There's so many places that piano's been. Louisville, Kentucky. And uh, Wheaton, Illinois, which was uh, near where Polly was born. So I was all the same places that piano was. That's right, until Wheaton. And then, where was it before Wheaton? In Gig Harbor, and before that, it was in a school auditorium in Tacoma. Really? I didn't know that. Not sure which one, and that's a good place to have a piano, because schools can always use pianos. It's a whole bunch of people that pounded on that piano. <laughs> yep. I didn't even know about those fingers on that piano. That's a lot of people. Prior to that was on Vashon Island. Was on the beach at Tahlequah. And my mother would play it sometimes and we could hear her playing it from the beach if the wind was right. But she wasn't an accomplished musician, but she'd had piano lessons when she was younger. And it was real nice to hear Mother play the piano. I 
remember it coming to the house on Vashon Island because that was very exciting because we didn't have a driveway to the house. Three or four men, the piano movers, they brought it down the trail. A treacherous trail. And it would have come to the island on the ferry boat? Oh, of course, on the ferry boat. So the wood is the same wood from when it was built? Yes. And the keys are the same same keys. And how does the piano make noise? You push a key, and there's the the striking bars, and I'm I'm not familiar with what their terminology for them I bet you could guess. What's something you hit something else with? A hammer. Yeah. Okay. Hammer, and they hit the strings. Then you get this nice sound. So, are the hammers the same hammers? (laughs) As far as I know. And what about the strings? As far as I know, there may have been one or two replaced, but mostly the strings are original strings. Those are old strings. Everything's old about that piano. (laughs) That's an old piano. So it's 2016. So that piano and those strings are... 132 years old then. Wow. So why did you keep moving it from place to place? Got a history to it. And, and and then it has uh, just has value. What kind of value? Oh, not just a sentimental value. You mean it's not worth a lot of money? Not worth a lot of money. The stories about the ox cart, Salt Lake City to Virginia City, they were told to me that was extremely interesting. And then my mother played it. So those are nice memories. So it was moved and I continue to move it, and now Polly and Andrew have it. I think maybe the older it gets and the more places it moves, even though you said it's not worth money, every day that it gets older, every year that it gets older, every other place it goes, it has more and more inside it. It gets harder and harder to let go of. It does. Even though you could buy a new piano. But it's not got the same sounds as newer pianos, because... Sometime between 1884 and uh, modern times, they changed. We've the... recalibrated since 1884 what a standard A note sounds like. So today, a standard A note, 440 hertz. But then back in 1884, a standard A note was A430... 435. That's right. Now, you might not be able to hear the difference between A440 and A435 when we play them separately. But listen to what happens when we play them together. You only hear one sound, but it sounds a little bit unsteady, like it's going back and forth. It's kind of wobbly. And that's the science you can hear of something being in tune. Or out of tune. So now listen to what happens as A435 becomes A440. Did you hear it? Cool. It warbles back and forth faster 
when the two notes are farther away from each other. But as A435 counts up, 435, 436, 437, 438, 439, 440, that warbling or wah, 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 wah sound goes slower and slower until the notes sound exactly the same. Cool. That's so cool. I know. It's so cool. Let's do it one more time really fast, just so we can really hear it happen. Andrew, can you play an A on the hall piano? Oh, yeah, sure. I kind of hear that same warbling sound when you just play your A. What's that all about? Well, there's a three strings being played, actually, with one A. Really? Yeah, so there, some of them might be a little out of tune with the other ones, so you hear some wah-wah. Okay, just for an experiment, you play an A on the hall piano, and I'll play an A440 on a brand new piano. Got it. Cousin Benny thinks we should rebuild it. And he has expertise in rebuilding pianos. I've seen his piano and heard it, and it's beautiful. But hard to say. It would sound different than it does, and it would be beautiful, I'm sure, but it has all those old strings in it now. Yeah. So it certainly wouldn't sound this way. No, it wouldn't. I don't know. I like it the way it is. And no one else has a piano that sounds like that. No one else's piano and no one else's strings has been all those places. They've been different places. Yes. Probably not as many. (laughs) Maybe not. That's a lot of places. Sure is. All right, well, thanks for talking about the piano pops. Well, thank you for asking. You are listening to Earsnap. I'm Andrew. And I'm Polly. And you are listening to an episode all about strings and feelings. (laughs) Okay, okay. No more feelings. No more guitars. Just more old strings. Uh, check, 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 check. Check, 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 check. That's our friend Marshall. I need to boost this level a little bit, maybe. You might recognize his voice. Maybe I can turn it up a tad. He's the co-host of Tumble, a science podcast for kids. So my name is Marshall, and I am in Austin on a chair in a room in my house. And I'm going to be showing you this Sayorbo. The Fay what bow? The Thayer bow has a lot of strings. So it's very hard to keep in tune. That's the first thing you have to worry about. I guess lots of strings need to be tuned. And it is a very, very large lute. It is about, uh, what, maybe five foot nine inches tall. It's a little bit taller than me. Taller than Polly, shorter than me. And it has 14 strings and it's big. And it is made out of wood. Where did you find such an old, strange instrument? I found it, well, I found out about this instrument actually when I was in school and I saw a performance where someone was playing it and I thought, wow, I gotta get one of those. So I found the one guy in 
uh, Austin, Texas, who knows how to play this instrument, and I started taking lessons from him, and he eventually sold it to me. Okay. Well, I think that's finally a little bit in tune. I haven't been playing this instrument for very long, so I only know how to play one piece, really, uh, and it is called a chicona which is a, a dance that people used to do a long, long time ago. Um, and here it is. Marshall playing his Theorbo. People dancing? Or are you still thinking about the hall piano making its way down a treacherous trail? Sometimes it's nice to just listen. So, strings. I guess they all have to be tuned. Yeah, and sometimes they break. You have to do something to them to get them to make sound. Strike them with a felt hammer, like a piano. Or use a bow like Archer and Gabe. Or pluck them with a finger. Or strum them like Francis's guitar. Or use a pick like Lucky. Or a glass bottleneck like Mr. Cookie Jar. There are strings you can listen to. But you want to know something cool, Andrew? What's that, Polly? On the next part of Ear Snack Strings, mm -hmm. we'll be talking about strings that you can't listen to. <gasps> I can't wait! And that's our show! We're glad you're listening to Ear Snacks. Thank you! This is part three in a multi-part series all about strings. And if you haven't yet, subscribe to Ear Snacks on iTunes and you'll get all the stuff as soon as we make it. And you can check out more about our music, concert dates, t-shirts, and upcoming CD releases <clears throat> at andrewandpolly.com. You know, we call it the hall piano, but my Aunt Susie calls it something else. What does Susie call it? Myrtle. Myrtle? I bet you didn't know that. I Isn't did that cool? not know that. What's an odd name for a piano? Anyway, thanks, Pops. I like to watch Pops. For talking with us about the hall piano. Myrtle? And thanks, Andrew, for playing it. Thanks so much to Marshall Escamilla from the Tumble Science Podcast for Kids. Check it out at sciencepodcastforkids.com. And a shout out to Cole and Acadia listening in Weaverville. And this episode will be continued. Can we tell them about it? So are you ready? Yep. Let's say it together. Okay. To be continued. continued.